I have a very interesting thing to report. I've kind of alluded to it in the past, but I, n I never explained it quite this way. Let's take a look at what Oliver Heaviside did and what the situation was in the 1880s with regard to the transatlantic telegraph cable problem of transmission. The magnetic field was dissipating faster than the voltage field, the dielectric field. Consequently, the signals of opening and closing a switch at one end of the cable across the Atlantic was not getting across because you need both the voltage and the magnetic fields to show up simultaneously <clears throat> in order for electrical phenomenon to manifest, such as the opening and closing of a relay at the opposite end of the Atlantic to give dots and dash durations of Morse code messages to send them across. So he solved the problem by suggesting to put iron filings in the insulation and people said, well, we can do better than that. We can just wrap magnetic tape around the copper core and then insulate it. And lo and behold, the magnetic field arrived at the same time as the dielectric field and we had an electrodynamic solution. But now let's take that and turn it around on its head. Let's create that problem instead of solving it. In other words, let's take a perfectly good situation. A light, a beam of light bounces off an image in front of your face. Let's say it's the edge of a cliff. <laughs> and you'd want to see that edge, right? And <clears throat> normally, under normal circumstances, the dielectric portion of the light beam and the magnetic portion of the light beam arrive simultaneously to your eyeball and you get to see the edge of the cliff. But what if we should do something funky? An artificially man-made contrived condition in which we prevent or retard the magnetic field portion of the light beam from arriving to your eyeball from the edge of the cliff. And so you don't get to see the edge of the cliff. Everything is inky blackness, even though the field, or let's say the space, surrounding you is filled with light, bright as the noonday sun, but you can't see a damn thing because the magnetic field of that light and the dielectric field are out of whack so bad, they're out of phase, that it no longer functions as light as we know it, and the eyeball sees nothing. Tesla claimed he could do this. And when you think about it, considering what Oliver Heaviside did, how hard is it to imagine that you could do the opposite? That you could cause a, the very problem that they were having uh, with the transatlantic telegraph cable in the 1880s, cause it to happen when, it, it's, when it's not happening. Because it's really, you're just taking the same principle and doing it in reverse. So instead of zipping up, you're unzipping, and the whole thing comes undone, and uh, you can't see a damn thing. And the army that opposes you, that wants to attack you, leaps off the cliff to their death because they can't see it. Now, King David did something similar when he had the Philistines approaching. 
he he had um, all his military his uh, uh, foot soldiers stand in front of the rest of his army, and they polished up their shields mirror fine, and they positioned themselves, unbeknownst to the Philistines, on the opposite side of a gully. And at the la- at the last minute, they he had his foot soldiers point his uh, align all of their shields, and they were also on the opposite side of the sun. So they had the sun in their face, and the Philistines had the sun in their back, and they thought, oh, shit, those guys are crazy. They got the sun in their face. Well, <laughs> little did they know that the sun was going to be reflected back at them, blind them, and they leaped to their death into the gully as they marched forward because they didn't see it. So it's kind of like the same thing as that, only a different technique. Instead of blinding uh, someone so that they can't see, you simply black out everything so they can't see anything, even though the light is there. And I never understood... I mean, I knew in principle how it worked, you know. I don't know how you do it, but the reason for this particular recording is the illustration of saying it's you just take the Oliver Heaviside problem and turn it around and make the problem make the transatlantic telegraph problem instead of solving it. And that's essentially a simple way to explain it. If you know anything about the history of electrodynamic significant events, Oliver Heaviside is a significant event. His telegrapher equation modeling the transmission of all the components of an electrical wave so that you've got to account for all of them And if you don't, you don't have an electrical phenomenon and you can't send a message across the Atlantic. So, it's... I don't know, I just thought it was interesting to share this kind of perspective. Standing a problem on its head or creating a problem where there wasn't one to begin with and using Oliver Heaviside as an example because he solved a problem. Okay, now let's make the problem. (laughs) I mean... It shows how much mastery Nikola Tesla had. He literally was a master at what he did. And yet he never got to uh, fully express what he was capable of. And it must have been a humongous disappointment the last half of his life not to share with us his genius because it's enough to make a person feel useless, you know? That nobody wants them, nobody needs them, nobody allows them. You know, there were, there was, uh, some, you know, people who just had to shut him down. And they did. For 40 years, the last 40 years of, a li- of his life. So, this claim should not go in vain that he made. Because, darn it, Anything I can possibly imagine that I can come to understand and appreciate him, I'm going to darn well share it with you. Not all at once, and not until I'm confident I know what I'm t- saying, because sometimes I hold back for a while and wait. Not out of, I, I, At the time, I think it's secrecy, and it's not so. Because I want to share everything. It's really just... I don't feel comfortable yet with a certain thing 
in question and I want to wait until I understand it better before I start shooting my mouth off because you don't need to know about me groping <laughs> I can do that alone privately quite well all on my own I don't need any help from anyone I don't need a soapbox to do that with sometimes I do admit I do that but most of the time I try to avoid it because it's not necessary to confuse you if I'm confused but once I figure something out I want to share it and I just thought I had an aha moment today <laughs> the end of the day I'm tired <laughs> it's been a long day and um, it really made me feel better to see this little twist you know this turn Oliver Heaviside inside out or upside down or whatever you want to call it to convert him into Tesla and it really it made my day just that this one little thing to end the day on a good note so that's what I'm leaving with you and sharing with you is is a good note this what is this this is Christmas Eve or something I think you know for me I, I don't, every day is the same day you know I I don't get to make a distinction between one day and the next um yeah I think this is um that's right this is Christmas Eve I believe so let me check <laughs> what does the date say yeah Christmas Eve <laughs> So, um, I hope you enjoyed this recording, and um, until next time we meet. <laughs>